everybody. Welcome to our third installment of Series Overview. This is a kind of a separate uh, kind of episode that we normally do from the New Hope Underground episodes. And uh, we do this at the beginning of each of the sermon series that we do. And uh, kind of the overriding reason why we do this is to give people a snapshot of, the, you know, because people obviously see the series and attend the ser- and you know attend the services and uh, engage in the series, but they don't always know why or if you miss particular weeks, you don't put it together that there's a cohesion to why yeah. we do the, you know, series, uh, the way that we do them. So you bet. Uh, I'm the lead pastor, Tyler Shirky. And with me is our discipleship pastor, uh, Darren Hansen. What's up, Darren? How hey, you what's doing? up? How you doing? And yeah, so we're just going to be kind of unpacking. Uh, this is the third, like I said, the third episode we've done of the series overview. And, uh, it's we're going to try to do one every time. Yeah, we're we going to do one for each, each of the sermon series as we go along. And uh, it's, it's kind of funny. We're running a little late on this one. <laughs> we're already because uh, uh, we're in, starting into a six week series we're doing right now. And we've already done two of them. And by the time you, they see this, maybe after the third one. <laughs> yeah, maybe after the third one. But uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, we just want to kind of catch people up on what the series is about and and all that. So, yeah, we'll jump right into it. And so this the series that uh, we started two weeks ago uh, is the series called We Are. And we named it that for a very particular reason because we're talking about all that we are as the church, mm-hmm. um, especially coming out of Easter and, you know, not long after Jesus rose from the dead, the church uh, was, you know, established on the day of Pentecost. Spirit was poured out and, man, the church hit the ground running. And I feel like sometimes there's a lot of misunderstandings of what the church actually is what mm-hmm. we are and what we are not. Mm-hmm. And we, people think of it as just a social club or just a event they come and hang out in. But man, God's church is so much bigger than that. And so that's kind of what the series is about, is each week we're talking about a different aspect, a different facet of what the church is. I think part of it too is we were hoping to kind of, I don't know, pepper the sermons, if you will, with also kind of specifically to what we see New Hope being. Yeah. You know, in in terms of who we are in light of the church in general, the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so each week we talk about a different topic in general, like biblically, what is the church? We are this as the church, like the big C universal church, but also at the same time, and I'm glad you said that, that uh, we want to get very practical and say, Hey, this is also what it looks like for us as new hope church to live that out us trying to live out each of these, you know, facets of the identity of the church. And so, uh, yeah, we're two weeks in, and man, I've loved it. Like it's been, yeah, it's been good. An unbelievable series. You started out talking about how we are on a mission from God. That, that I, I wanted to do some Blues Brothers things there, but I don't know. <laughs> we're on a mission from yeah. God. <laughs> I thought I'd get Matt Nieberg, who's on our staff. He's real tall and thin. I thought he could be Aykroyd. Yeah, there you go. I could be Belushi. Yeah, but it just get, didn't get pan the shades out. and the suit. And yeah, hats and all that. Just sing a little. Uh, was it a Rubber Soul or whatever that song is? <laughs> yeah. Now the the. Uh, Yeah, I thought about that anyway, but... Yeah, so anyway, but I mean, you launched... I mean, it was a very powerful thing. I mean, even talking about Matthew 28, the the giving of the Great Commission, and how that is the primary thing Jesus called us to do, was to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, and uh, how much that should infuse everything we do. And man, it was just really, really good. You know what's really interesting is that when you look at the Bible, and you talk about church, there really isn't a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? When it comes to... You know, God laid down some sort of blueprint exactly what the church ought to be. Yeah, but there, but what is there is is stuff that's non-negotiable. Yeah, you know, like 
<laughs> so the, so that Matthew 28, the Great Commission, is non-negotiable. It's not yeah. like something you and I can, well, at New Hope, we decided we don't want to be about the Great Commission. Yeah. It's not our church. That's not our thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, and, no, every, that's what makes the church, you know. And that's the thing that gets talked about a lot. I mean, even in the second week that we just did where I'm uh, talking about how the church is and we are an embassy of heaven, that in some ways when we gather, we as a gathering, we get a bit of a foretaste of what heaven is going to be like and should be like. And I was looking at Acts 2 and talked about the things they were devoted to. And this is, bit, bit, this is a big conversation that happens, especially about the book of Acts, because that's kind of the, the earliest history of the, uh, the church. Right. Is, and this is the question, is the early church, like in the book of Acts, is, are their actions and the things that they did, are they prescriptive? Or descriptive, hmm. and I mean, I remember talking about this in Bible college. Are they prescriptive, meaning almost like a doctor writes a prescription, meaning that you have to do everything they did in the Book of Acts, or is it descriptive, meaning it's just telling you what they did? Now yeah. there might be yeah. principles that can be drawn out because I was looking at Acts two, talked about all that they are devoted to, and I even tried to caveat in the message saying I'm not saying we need to do exactly what they did the mm-hmm. way they did it because they were meeting every day at the temple which of course that's kind of hard to do. Like we're going to, which I mean, I've known churches that have done that. They thought that the early Mm -hmm. church is prescriptive. And so that means we have to go to church every single day because the disciples gathered in the temple every day. And it's like, that's, there's a very unique time period. I mean, because there's examples of where it talked about the church in Philippi, how they would gather down by the river for church on the Lord's day. (laughs) Well, if the the book of Acts is prescriptive, do we need to meet, down by churches the, can only the, meet a, a river down by the river to yeah. it's like no it's like that was unique to their circumstances and so and i mean that's part of the the, the hard work of inter- <laughs> yeah, how far do you take yeah, that? yeah yeah the hard work of interpretation of figuring out like what are principles that we mm-hmm. contextualize into our own time and what are things that we actually do take and uh, yeah i kind of showed my hand there when i made that comment that there's not much said about the church I, yeah yeah because i was i was i was definitely coming from a descriptive Sure. Point of view, at least I, I feel like most of Acts is, you know, descriptive. Yeah, for sure. Not necessarily prescriptive. But yeah, people say like they met on the first day of the week. That's really why we meet on Sunday. Yeah. Came out of the New Testament. That just kind of came out of the tradition yeah. that they continued to, the Lord rose on Sunday. And then that kind of became the thing as they just continued to meet on the Lord's day as almost a remembrance of the resurrection. And um, it's powerful. Not so much. And you got to kind of, as you said, let this, let the text kind of help you decipher as to what is actually mandatory, if you will, for lack of a better term, yeah. what is non-negotiable. But here's the thing is, versus what is. I mean, I, we could still even make that argument that that's not mandatory. Right. It's the tradition. Yeah. But the example, one of the missionaries that we support, Tim Maxson, they meet, in, I mean, they're in the United Arab Emirates. It's a very thoroughly Muslim world. They have church on Fridays. Yeah. Because Sunday means nothing to anybody there. Yeah. Saturday, I think, is actually... Or no, no, maybe, actually, now that I think about it, I think Friday is actually their holy day, yeah. like in Islam. And so that's when everybody's off, so they have church on Fridays. Well, Sunday, the, ha- Sunday has no special meaning there. The prescription list is pretty short. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I just thought yeah. that was a powerful example of they've always done church on Friday, yeah, Friday example. mornings, um, because that is what is special in the tradition in that in that context. And so anyway, all I'd say didn't mean to get too caught up in that one particular week, but yeah, throughout the series, uh, like I said, it was a six week series. We're going to be covering everything from we are the body of Christ to we are surrendered to God's word. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking about the importance of the word of God in our lives. Uh, I'm forgetting what the how, other ones how are. Can you remember where the other ones are? In the church. 
God's love for the world. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're kind of the hands and feet of Jesus into the world. And we are the love of God. For yeah. The world. I, I love how Paul talks about it. We, that the church really is the hope of glory mm. for the world. I always like that phrase. Yeah. It's super good. But, and I think there's a uh, one last one that I'm going to have to pull it up because I can't remember. Yeah. What I can't, I'm trying to remember the last what they one are. In the series, but uh, keep talking and I'll get to Oh, it. I remember because <laughs> the very last one that I'm doing, I'm doing the final week of the series yeah. on June 5th, Pentecost Sunday. Yes, that's right. We are the people of the Spirit. Yes, that's it. Yeah, because the church was launched, Acts 2, when the Spirit was poured out, and how, man, everything we do and are able to do is empowered by the Spirit. Really what we're trying to do is trying to take those major descriptions that we do find in the te- in the text, in the Scripture, New Testament, about what the church is, what we're supposed to be, and we're trying to, you know, the series is basically being played off those. Yeah. And trying to describe it for, for us today, you know, what does that mean to be that church, and we started off with the Great Commission simply because that's that non-negotiable that all churches, you know, if you're not a part of the Great Commission, then you're really not being the church. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I've talked about, we've said this on how many times, church isn't something you go to, it's something you are. Yeah. And I, I think still think we get hung up on that, don't you? Oh, sure. Yeah. I think it's just built into our language. We yeah. refer to it as the church, like the church building, like I'm going to go to church that we've just kind of conflated that and... It's hard to eliminate that from hundreds and hundreds of years of yeah. tradition and language. And, and we've accepted a lot of those traditions and made them non-negotiable when there's really not much New Testament that's making non-negotiable. Yeah. But what is non-negotiable are the things that really drive the church as to what it means to be the kingdom. Yeah. Which are the thing, these are the things we're trying to talk about. And yeah, so over the course of the next, well now, month, <laughs> because we covered the first two weeks, uh, just wanting to unpack some of those. Because, I mean, the truth is because we have centuries of tradition coming against us that can mm-hmm. kind of give skewed views of what the church is. We need to teach on it and be reminded of it. And again, if we are surrendered to God's word, which is one of the weeks we talk about, then we need to let God's word define who we are in terms of the church. Exactly. So, yeah. I think there's one real way to say as practical as it gets with the rubber meets the road. Why is this kind of series important? Mm. I think what well, the rubber meets the road is for one of these. This is one of the reasons anyway, is I, I think it's, it's good for us just kind of try to remind people within our walls, you know, within New Hope's body of who we want to be, that we want to, we want to major in the majors like you talk about, minor in the minors. We don't want to be people who get caught up in those traditions and try to turn things into, you know, non-negotiables that aren't. Yeah. We want to make sure that we really major in those non-negotiables like we're talking about here. That's why it's important. And you say, well, how is that practical? What's well, extremely practical? I mean, let's get some examples. You know, if you if you get to uh, if you get to the point where you think church is about attendance or church is about you know fill in the blank uh, that we do uh, worship in a particular way, yeah, uh, with absolutely. a particular style or or whatever, then you you've missed the point. You mm-hmm. missed the boat, and uh, or when you define church as being that building. Or being this attend, you know, attending a particular service, uh, you're missing the point. So, uh, I think I think this is how practical it can get because I think we got people from all sorts of different backgrounds, you know, sitting with us together as we worship together, and that's fantastic. And you can have people but even we, we ab- want to be united on the things that are important. And you can have people ab- even abandoning a particular church, leaving a particular community or yeah. body, based on things that are not biblical, right? Based on things that are oftentimes preferential. Mm. I prefer it to be a certain way, even though my preference is not biblical. Mm. It's just the tradition I grew up in. And if it's not that, then I'm going to ban it and go somewhere else. And 
and they're abandoning a thoroughly biblical church, um, mm-hmm. not even realizing it. And so it's like, that's what we desire to be is we want to be a thoroughly biblical church yes. and what we offer. So yeah, we're yeah. excited about this series. I think that, man, there's a, a lot of cool topics coming up. First two weeks have already been amazing. And so I'm excited for the rest of it. Fantastic. Hey, this, uh, we've got, uh, I think one thing we never really talk about, maybe we should mention is that we kind of plan these series out with hopefully with some prayer to you know, just praying yeah. for God to kind of give us direction. But we do a whole year at a time. Yeah, absolutely. When we look at when we look at these different kinds of series, uh, and I don't know, can you just kind of? I just think it'd be interesting for listeners, you know, for people who don't really know the background, because that's what this is all about, giving you a little bit of background as to kind of what we, I don't know, some of the things we kind of uh, what filters we use in the sense of when we look at the whole year, yeah. what are we hoping to do? Yeah, usually, typically in the mid fall, we mm-hmm. start taking a look at the next year prayerfully. Um, it's usually the the pastors, those involved with the weekend services, kind of gathering together and just praying and, and asking the Holy Spirit to guide us in what is next. And it's funny because oftentimes we talk about being led by the Spirit and we treat it almost, almost like it's only a spontaneous thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can only be led by the Spirit if it's like in the moment when it's like, no, that we have prayed and sought God and asked him about things that are a year out. And I'm blown away at the messages that are spoken, the topics mm-hmm. that are covered are timely for the moment that they're prayed in. Cause it's like, if God really does know the beginning from the end, can he not lead us even a year out or yeah. longer or, yeah. you know, whatever. And so we trust that whenever we go into that process of the Holy spirit is going to guide us and, and place the right weeks in the right places. And, and we try to be sensitive to that and listen to that. And so, and we try to base things on certain things. Like for example, you know, obviously Easter is, pretty static. I mean, the date moves around, but we know there's right. going to be an Easter Sunday right. uh, celebrating the resurrection. And so we tried to, I mean, even this last year, we tried to be intentional about, you know, what if we almost did an overview of the Old Testament showing how everything leading up to Christ's death and resurrection were actually pointing to him all along in the Old Testament. And so yeah. that's, the, that's the long story short series that yeah. we did. And then we got to talk about why the cross we spent two weeks before Easter talking about why did Jesus have to die on the cross? And man, I had so many people say they felt like that just dovetailed right into Easter so perfectly. And so, um, man, that was a, that was just a God ordained thing. Like we felt like God put that on our hearts and, you know, oftentimes in the fall, I think like, that was even a change later on, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, we, we shifted some things yeah. around because we felt like God wanted to us to kind yeah, of, so we're not like totally stiff on the, on the schedule we, at the same we, time. We plan out, but we're also flexible. Yeah. Yeah. The best we can. And so, and yeah. we look at, I know one thing that's been important to us as we're going through that time is we want to make sure we're in the word. And, you know, specifically in, in at least a couple different or, th- you know, more than two th- or three different series, we're actually make sure we got some New Testament in there, make sure we got some Old Testament in there. Yeah. You know, we don't want to neglect, you know, because uh, it's, you know what, you can easily do that. You know, if you go just plan from series to series, you can easily like neglect the Old Testament like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Without even realizing that's what you're doing. And that was partly yeah, even so the pretty- that series we did, long story short, was for us to be able to kind of dive yeah. into the Old Testament ways we hadn't done. And then we're excited that we're going to do be doing, not giving too much of it away, be doing a big book series in the New Testament in the fall. Um, that's going to take up a big chunk of the fall, which we're really excited about because we're going to base some curriculum and study around that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So it'll be really, really fun. But then even, you know, seasonal things like Christmas and things like that, like we've done like Advent type series to almost help people engage into that time of year in a biblical way 
um, for them to, you know, view the, even the birth of Christ or something, you know, from various stories connected to that. And it's always a very powerful thing to kind of set that up to, yeah. No, I think that's great. I'm just curious. I'm going to ask you a question. I just, I don't know if we ever asked you this. We've talked about it. I think, you know, you and I have talked about all sorts of stuff, but uh, I just think this is a good question. Why, why, why teaching on Sunday morning? Why, what's so important about it? Oh wow, that's a yeah, that's a that's, that's a very big picture question. It is, but I think it's I think it's really good for for us to ask and be able to answer while we're kind of in this podcast because yeah. we we talk about these series overviews all the time and what we want to really want to give people. You and I get excited because we kind of get we're theology geeks <laughs> in some ways. But I think I think uh, I'm just if you're talking about a friend, you want to invite somebody into the to the body or to come at least witness what's going on in the body. Uh, you know, be able to to explain to them. Why we, you know, why do we do that? Why, why is this important? Yeah, uh, I mean, oh man, a couple answers to that. I mean, just off the top of my head, uh, I mean, one of them being obviously that's a, a huge part of the work of discipleship is mm-hmm. uh, a, a receiving of the word of God, growing in the word of God. Uh, I mean, even what I talked about this last week about how the disciples were devoted to the apostles' teaching. That was actually the first thing it said they were devoted to, which again, I explained the apostles' teaching is, Jesus is teaching. Right. But even in the scriptures, I mean, we have Paul's letters and Peter's letters, John's letters, those types of things that part of being devoted to that is studying and learning that. And so when we gather together, there's there's power in having the, the word of God read and taught and studied that that's, that is one aspect of making disciples is the teaching and, uh, and reading. I mean, Paul even talks about devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, Mm. to preaching and to teaching. I mean, that verse right there almost gives, is a prescription because that's not a, we see their examples. So we're do you know, we're trying to do it too. He actually commands devote yourself to like scripture should be read publicly. Like, yeah in the church, in the community, and then we devote ourselves to the preaching and teaching yeah. of it. This has got to so, be a part of what you do. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's probably the, one you of know, the primary You know, it's so good reasons. what you said because, you know, it goes back to the Great Commission of making disciples and also being a disciple. I mean, people who are coming on a Sunday morning understand that it's not just that we're jumping through hoops because of some sort of tradition. You know, we're teaching because it's commanded in the Scripture, and we're, we're interested in discipleship, like you said. Yeah. So that means that means all of us who are coming in are just as re- we're responsible for being disciples. Yeah. Teach we're them to ob- teach them to obey disciples. my commands. Yeah. It's not just the preacher. Yeah. You know. So come prepared and be ready for the word. You know. That's kind of the idea. Yeah. Absolutely. But good stuff. Well, all right. Well, hey, this was uh, the. Ne- <laughs> end of our series overview. Yeah, end of the series overview. <laughs> and so uh, glad you all could join us. And I hope that you guys continue to show up for the series. I think it's going to be really powerful. And so we'll catch you guys on the next one. Internet.